Hey, Flaunt Squad, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Aja, and I'm so glad that you are joining me or you're allowing me to join you wherever you are running, having fun, whatever you're doing. I'm glad you decided to let me tag along. You can go to flauntperformance.com to pick up 10 Laws of Power for the Voluptuous Runner. You can get that for free at flauntperformance.com. We have a very... I don't know, intimate show today. We're going to be talking about the stigma of suicide and that it's something that unfortunately a lot of people don't want to talk about, but we have Patrice Miles from Be Unstoppable and Stay in the Race, which is a 5K that is coming up pretty soon, Stay in the Race, and she's going to tell you how you can get involved with that, but This is something we really, really need to start talking about. So I'm very appreciative of the fact that Patrice has joined us on Flarm Performance. We accept you at whatever level you're on. So whether or not you're running ultra marathons or whether you're running half miles or whether you're jogging, we're going to be talking about that too. What is jogging? We're going to be talking about that. So if you're in between states, between walking and jogging and jogging and running, this is definitely a wonderful episode for you. So anyway, let's just sit back and listen to Patrice Miles from Be Unstoppable and Stay in the Race. And you stay in the race, folks. Hey, Patrice, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. So tell me about Unstoppable, Be Unstoppable. So let me see, short version. Um, We are a motivational company. Uh, I have a business partner, his name is Dennis. And basically, um, we try to get you to put some good in so that great comes out. Meaning um, healthy foods, um, working out, uh, learning about those healthy foods, learning about working out. We also do some motivational speaking at schools. He's done some motivational speaking with youth at different uh, police districts, things like that. He does some uh, personal training. So we do a little bit of everything. Okay, so what's going on with this 5K that you have coming up in May? So the 5K coming up is to support or to benefit Live Out Loud Charity. It's a charity that um, focuses on suicide prevention and awareness. Uh, That charity is important to me because my best friend several years ago... uh, tried to commit suicide by taking a lot of pills. Um, Fortunately, she was not successful in that, but that has been something that, um, you know, was on my mind for a while. Um, 
something that I really paid attention to, you know, tried to watch her and just tried to pay attention to other people. So when we decided as a company that we needed to give back, we couldn't just be a company for profit that we needed to give back and we decided to do a 5k we needed it to be something that would be relevant uh, to both of us so I reached out and we wanted it to have something to do with mental health and so we know that a lot of people who have mental health issues also commit suicide and so this organization just kind of literally fell in our laps and so the um, organizer Sherry, she's done some wonderful things because one of her best friends committed suicide when he was like 19. So she's done some awesome things. So I love working with her and one of her queens, Angel Simmons. Angel has been wonderful in helping us get some things going with the 5K and just telling us more about uh, suicide prevention and awareness and making us aware of like some of the signs of knowing when somebody is in distress. What, why running? What does running have to do with suicide prevention? Um, running, walking, jogging is almost one of the easiest exercises that you can do. But when I walk and I jog, it is, it's therapeutic almost for me. Um, I pray when I walk, I sing when I walk, I um, release things into the atmosphere when I walk, um, I sometimes do it alone, but I, it's also something that I do um, with people, it's something that you don't necessarily have to have um, training to do, it's, it, you don't have to have equipment to do it, you just have to have shoes, some clothes, and somewhere to go um, so it's simple you know it's a, it's a simple start it burns calories it's cardio um, really you, you you really could walk your yourself into a better mindset into uh, better fitness just walking can just do so many things from you for you why not why not walk so what do you mean by jogging? Because we are a group of runners. And we don't, when, when we talk about <laughs> running to the running community, we don't really know what jogging is. What is jogging? <laughs> <laughs> right. Jogging for and me. And where they do that at, Patrice? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny because I, I'm, I, I, um, I'm part of Black Girls Run, and they talk about me because I always say, "Oh, I don't run." And they say, "Yeah, but you walk real fast." Yeah, okay, I, I don't run. I walk swiftly, so it's kind of like a jog. Um, so I run slowly, so that's a jog to me. Okay. Uh yeah. <laughs> Why did you so, join? So that, 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 that's a jog to me. Okay. <laughs> Why did you join Black Girls Run? Accountability, um, motivation, and you know, I, um, I, you know, our our group leaders are very knowledgeable um, in in what they do. They they take it seriously. You know, they're. Um, 
they're not necessarily all of them aren't necessarily personal trainers but they know something about fitness they know about nutrition um, they, they take it seriously we you know we take other classes together um, it's not just hey let's get out let's walk anywhere you know it's set routes we talk about safety uh, we've done um, what is it like uh, personal safety classes uh, we talk about headgear we talk about reflective gear you know so it, it was you know for a, a myriad of reasons that I did and, and I liked what I saw when my friends were posting saying that they were a part of the group you know I mean don't get me wrong I like when I take my walks by myself sometimes I need that but when I'm doing it for the health benefits yes I need that accountability um, of walking with black girls run so black girls run consists of walkers and runners then yes okay and and the motto is no woman left behind what does that mean? It means that no matter what your pace is, there's always going to be somebody with you. You know, you're never going to finish alone. Okay. Can you take us to a period in your life when you felt like things were too much to bear, but moving your body helped you feel unstoppable? Yes. Um, hmm. <sighs> okay, let me compose myself. Um, so this is 2017. So 2015, oh, I'm so glad this is not a video. So in 2015, um, my best friend had been through a whole lot of things. Um, she had had a stroke. She had had... Um, she had had to have a pacemaker. She had had to have one of her legs amputated. And a week after she had her leg amputated, she passed away. Mm. Um, and we had some of the same illnesses. And it was really hard to see her go through those things. Us being four months apart in age. And see her laying there lifeless and I was still alive and I you know we have been friends for 30 years and I did not know um how to be Patrice without her so um I had to figure out um how to do that I literally had to start over you know I I had to you know, get myself up, uh, get up some mornings and go uh, to the park and walk through the park and have a couple of talks with God and um, have some talks with myself. I actually had to convince myself that I wanted to live, you know, because I, I kind of had even realized that I was putting my health in jeopardy because I wasn't taking care of myself. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, your best friend kind of motivates you to do better and, and be better. And I didn't, um, you know, I no longer had that um, that motivation, you know. 
And so um, I had to do things a little bit differently, you know, and, and so I had to find my focus and I had to realize that I had to live for me. I couldn't live for her anymore. I had to live for me and I had to look at my family and realize that I wanted to be there for my family. And I realized that I had, you know, with the help of my business partner, started this company called Be Unstoppable. And how was I being unstoppable if I was letting, you know, this one situation, as tragic as it was, stop me? You know what I'm saying? So I had to use that as my motivation to continue on and be the person that I was destined to be you know so I had to get up and I had to move and even still to this day sometimes I have to uh, get myself together you know and kick my own self in the butt and say you know you can do this Patrice you know there's nothing stopping you but you what did you tell yourself and God when you were in that park Um, honestly, uh, once I realized that, um, I was spiraling down, I, I told God, I said, you know, I want to live. I said, if, if you help me, if you keep me while I can't do it myself, I'll get it together. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll keep going. I'll, I'll, I'll make you pleased with, you know, the person that you put me here, um, to be. And then I, I told myself that, um, you know, I, I said, you know, this is, this is not, uh, this is not what Nikki would want, you know, Nikki wouldn't be happy. Um, with you like this when I had one of the last times I had seen her um, because she had vision issues she was just so pleased with uh, my weight loss and you know after she passed I had gained that weight back and you know I I just kind of was like devastated you know and I'm like what am I going to do and then I said to sit back I'm like what do you mean what are you going to do just like you you know, lost it before, you'll lose it again, you know, and so I really had to just, you know, get myself um, together, I had to stop relying on um, other people to motivate me, like I would get mad at my friends when they didn't want to walk with me, and then I realized, hey, you know, they're not shoving the food in your mouth, Patrice, so it's not their responsibility to get out and walk with you, they're not, not, it's not their responsibility to go to the gym uh, with you. It's not their responsibility to do any of the things that you need to do to get your life together. You know, so I, I had to, uh, you know, make that uh, commitment. I, I had to ask God to give me um, strength to push back. <laughs> um, I was already meatless at that point, but. You know, I I just had to ask God to give me the strength to make some other um, nutritional changes in my life so I could, you know, move forward and be even healthier in my uh, nutritional choices. How did you know that you were spiraling down back then? Oh, I I was gaining weight. Um. 
I was sad. I, I didn't want to leave the house. Uh, I I could I could see it in my face, uh, and I, I didn't care. I, you know, I, I I no longer cared. I just truly didn't care. Everything was whatever, literally just whatever, you know. Uh, and, and I know me. You know, I am. Um, I don't want to say I'm a, a happy-go-lucky person, but I think I'm a pretty uh, happy person 90% of the time. Um, and I wasn't then, you know. And at, and at some point, um, the sadness from the grief, you know, from the grieving period has to stop. And it wasn't, you know, it, it wasn't. So I knew, I knew something was wrong and I knew something uh, had to change, you know, something had to change and yeah, so I, I saw it, you know, and since I had seen it in other people, I definitely could see it in me. How did jogging help? It gave me an outlet, you know, it gave me um, time. Where I, I had to, uh, you know, you have to have kind of controlled breathing. So I had to pay attention to that. Um, I, I did it in a, a, a park that I think is a beautiful park. Um, so I, I love nature. So I felt like I was closer to God. Um, I would do it early in the morning when it was literally no one else out there. And I could actually speak openly um to god i could actually go out there and cry if i wanted to i could uh sing songs you know if i wanted to i could talk to myself if i wanted to i could darn near yell at myself you know if that's what i i wanted to do i could do all those things um uh that i wanted to do and i could push myself because up until then all i would do literally was walk i had always said hey i'm, I'm not doing anything beyond a walk i'm never gonna go any faster than a walk so jogging um was a press for me because i you know i also have asthma and um that was my crutch you know, that, that was my crutch. Oh, I have asthma. I can't jog. You know, so I said, hey, you know what? Um, these inhalers are going in the drawer. And and I did. I just one day I just put my inhalers in the drawer. I said, I'm just going to do whatever I can do. My house ain't that far away. I can drive home or I can drive to the hospital. You know, and that's what I did. I, you know, I pushed myself and I made myself um, do better. You know, and in that process, you know, it, it gave it gave me a story. You know what I'm saying? It, it wasn't just my everyday. Oh, I'm I'm just doing everything um, like normal. I'm just the everyday, um, you know, person. It made me feel like I had overcome, you know, something different. You know, I had overcome this um, period of grief. I had you know done something that a person with exercise induced asthma would normally overcome you know it wasn't recommended but I did it you know because I needed to accomplish something I needed to feel good you know about something I think had she 
still been alive, I wouldn't have tried. I don't, I don't, I really don't. I don't think I would have tried. I think I would have kept going at the pace that I was going. I would have just still been walking, you know? It almost sounds like going to that park was like a pilgrimage. Yes. I, yes. I, I love, I love, I love that. It, It brings me so much peace. They have, um, you know, like the, the way, even like the way the swing sets um, are set up, it's just like so calming and, and, and soothing just to sit there um, because the swing sets are right next to um, a, a pond with like a waterfall and I, I love water. And so even that is like relaxing and, and calming. You know, um, I've tried to go other places. It's really only one other place that I I like to walk. Um, It's a little bit further to go. And I I go there when I totally need isolation, you know. Uh, But this place here, yes, it's, it's like my safe haven. It's, yeah. And Patrice, since this is your safe haven, this is your pilgrimage, how how does that translate into doing this 5K? Because 5Ks and races aren't isolated. I know. (laughs) (laughs) So so how are you going to transfer that energy to do this 5K? So... Because I'm organizing the 5K, um, I kind of will be able to have my safe haven. Um, You know, like last year I did the timing, you know, so I was kind of like set apart from everybody. I had my table and I really didn't have people around me until everybody kind of started coming in. So I had my own space. I was like around some trees. So I, you know, had my moment. Nobody knows this until now. You know, I kind of talked with God, you know, like, you know, thank you for this wonderful day. Even though it rained, it was still a beautiful day to me. Um, so this year... Um, you know, I have someone else doing the timing. So once everything, you know, gets set up because of the way the area is, I'll actually be able to step away for a few minutes and, and have my space and have my uh, moment to just uh, talk to God and, and thank him um, for however things go. Um, that day, I'm sure it will only last for five minutes, if that, with it being a race. Um, but yeah, I'll still get, I'll still get a little bit of time. And I think I'm going to try to sneak in the park a little bit earlier than we're supposed to get there so I can, uh, have my serenity. That's, that's the plan. It sounds like that. Well, it sounds like you jog and walk for mental health more so than anything, for your own mental peace. Yes. And you are doing this 5K for suicide prevention. Why do you think there's such an overwhelming stigma attached to mental illness and suicide? 
You know, I, I think that people think that when people commit suicide, they're quitters. When that's not true. I, I think they think that they're... Um, that they lack courage when in all honesty I think you have to have so much courage to end your life like I'm a punk I could never you know I have a fear of failure I couldn't even contemplate committing suicide because I fear I would fail aside from the fact that I don't want to die but I, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't have the courage to do something that I might fail at and it could just affect the rest of my life. So I, I think, I think that's part of the stigma. They, they think that they're, they're failures. I think that these people, I think they think these people have given up when in all actuality, I think a lot of times when people commit suicide, they're actually trying to, keep other people from feeling pain or um, from causing pain um, to other people. With my best friend, when she did it, she was having um, health issues back then. And the health issues she was having back then pale in comparison to the health issues she was having in the end. But people... Um, weren't listening to her and I think she felt like she was causing us stress so she felt like if she just disappeared then she couldn't stress us anymore and so I, I think that's you know that's kind of brave you know it, it's sad that people think that way you know but you know, I, so anyway, the stigma, you know, comes in, in us, those of us who would never do it, thinking one way about those that do it, you know, you know, we, we make them feel bad for even, um, you know, thinking it, you know, when they, they shouldn't feel bad, you know, they should feel like they should, they um, have somebody that they can reach out to. They should feel like there are some other options. They should feel like there's treatment available. They should feel like there is um, someone that they can talk to. You know, I mean, not everybody knows that there's a suicide hotline, but they might not want to talk to a suicide hotline. They might just want to talk to their friend, and their friend shouldn't say, oh, girl, it's going to be okay. No, you know, they don't feel like it's going to be okay. They they want to talk it out, you know? You've gone through this tremendous, tremendous um, period in your life that's that's really, really heavy, losing your best friend. And having gone through the issues that she was going through um, before she passed away, are you at all apprehensive about shining a spotlight on suicide prevention? Do you think it'll bring you back to that place? Not at all. Not not at all. Um, I don't want. I don't want anybody to ever feel like she felt. You know, 
I I don't think I was the greatest friend in the world, but I want somebody to have a Patrice or a Nikki or a Kylie or a Michelle or any of my other friends, you know, to talk to. You know, I want them to know, you know, that there's somebody out there um, that they can, you know, talk to, you know. I don't want anybody to ever feel so alone um, that they feel like they have to end their life to get some peace, you know. And, you know, I, the funny thing is um, when she tried to commit suicide, I honestly, I wasn't sad. I was angry. I was angry at myself and our friends and her family because I felt like we hadn't done enough. I felt like we didn't make her feel loved enough. And so from that point on, I always tried to make sure that the people in my life knew that I'm, I'm there. I love you. You know, you know, you know, don't ever think that that's um, something that you have to do because it's not, you know, we, we can talk about it. You know, people know, call me, you know, text me, do, blow up my phone, make it ring, you know, do something, do not. You know, don't don't end your life. It's not that serious. Nothing's ever that serious that you need to end your life. We can, you know, we can work it through. You know, so no, I no, I don't think it would, you know. I think more people need to be aware. Um, and I, I I think especially in the black community, we need to be aware that it's an issue. You know, it's a serious issue. Let's talk about that because I think in the black community, there is a, they do that. We don't do that <laughs> mentality. Right. But we, you and I know that's not the case. And mental illness runs rampant in our communities. You can tell by what's the violence that's going on in Chicago. I'm from Chicago. Right. You're from Chicago. So yes. you can, I think a lot of that can be traced back to mental illness and other issues as well. What are, what is your organization going to do to bring mental illness awareness to these communities that are almost, for lack of a better term, oblivious to their own mental illnesses? You know, and and we actually discussed um, doing some doing a different um, charity for this year's five k. But I said I wanted to stick it out with this one, but maybe expanding the things that we do uh, throughout the year. To maybe uh, reach out to some different organizations to see what we can do to work with them to just um, make people more aware 
about mental um, health issues. You know, I don't, I don't think people really understand until it hits home. You know, I, I don't think people uh, take it seriously. I, like you said, I, I think they do think, oh, it, it happens to them. Oh, they have that issue. Um, it could never happen in my family. No, it, it can. It will. Um, I, I, I think we don't go and get diagnosed like we should. I think we poo-poo it off um, when something is wrong with our kids. Um, we just say that our kids are bad when they do have um, issues. We, we don't go to the doctor like we should. So many different things. You know, we want to say that um, the system is, is trying to medicate our kids. No. I mean, yeah, in some situations, yes, that might be the case. But mental illness is is serious. I mean, the, the four people that tortured the handicapped person... That's a mental, something is wrong with you. How can you be in your right mind and do that? You know, th there's something wrong with that. You know, so we, we need to, we need to look, we need to look at some, some solutions and stop, you know, poo-pooing it off. You know, we, we have to do something or our next generation is just going to be lost. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. How can people get in contact with you and learn more about the 5K? The website for the 5K is www.stayintherace5k.org. And our regular website is www.justbeunstoppable.com. Thank you so much for joining Flaunt Performance, Patrice. And this has been a great show. I appreciate you talking about um, suicide because that's something that we don't normally talk about, unfortunately. Thank you so much for having me.